This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. For those following along at home, Jonathan Mingo got take, taken at 67 by the Broncos. <laughs> um, so a lot of guys have fallen on this board. Um, Sidney Brown just got taken by the Falcons. Um, Derek Hall fell to 76. So we are on the clock at 78. We so far have taken an edge and two tight ends. So we still need a safety. We need a wide receiver, potentially a defensive lineman. Um, We have all of the options, but I see Tank Dell is on my board, but Rasheed Rice is still here. And I think this is just the perfect value for him at 78. So I'm going to take the wide receiver out of SMU. I like that a lot. My board is um, pitting my GM brain against my Maggie Loney brain. I've got Sydney Brown available to me, the safety out of Illinois. Oh. Um, Darius Rush is here. A really nice corner. Nick Herbig is still here, the edge rusher, but I've already taken um, an Adike Ozama. So I don't feel the need to draft a second edge already um as far as wide receivers i've got michael wilson here jonathan mingo is available on my board um i've seen tanner mckee the quarterback out of stanford drafted quite a bit in packers mocks he just feels kind of like a backup quarterback a jordan battle the safety out of alabama's here so i really like the way that this board is falling um and my my heart <laughs> would say to take sydney <laughs> brown but my my gm brain is saying that Jonathan Mingo needs to be a Green Bay Packer. So I'm going to take Jonathan Mingo with my 78th overall pick. That's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Uh, he does need to be a Green Bay Packer. Wasn't his, was he the one whose comp was Alan Lazard for athletics? Like he's just yes. like a more athletic, handsier version of Alan Lazard. Yeah, well, the thing about this draft class is that they're all so much smaller than the Packers' usual, yeah. like, prototype. And so when you find one like Mingo who fits that mold, you it's hard not to think the Packers would run the card up for him. So I'm on the clock at pick 116. We're in round four. Um, we're getting to the place in the draft where Perry's – starting to not recognize um, <laughs> players' names. <laughs> um, we still need offensive line. That's still in the back of my brain. Um, and I do see Jacqueline Roy on here, who I know the Packers brought in for a visit. So I am intrigued by that. Um, I see another tight end, but I think we're good on the tight ends. <laughs> For a minute. Um, I do think that at some point the Packers are going to have to draft offensive linemen, but they love doing that in the later rounds. So as I peruse here, I think I'm going to go with Jacqueline Roy, defensive interior defensive lineman out of LSU. Did take a top 30 visit with the Packers. So that, that fits really nicely. Um, so on my board here at 116, I really like a specific corner. His name is Corey Trice out of Purdue. 6'3", freaky athletic, like can hang with guys like Quentin Johnston at the next level. Problem is that he is so, so good at press man 
not really an ideal zone corner. So if you could trust that Joe Barry would play more man, you'd be like, yeah, he's an ideal Packer pick. But we already took Christian Gonzalez, and we don't necessarily think that Joe Barry is going to play a lot of press man. So Corey Trice is off of my big board, unfortunately. Um, so the name I have circled here, I love A.T. Perry, the wide receiver out of Wake Forest, but we just took Mingo, so don't really want to double up just yet. I think there's more value in the later rounds. I'm going to take Anthony Johnson Jr., who's a safety out of Iowa State. He's actually a converted cornerback, so he's got a lot of those like ball skills that you would have as a corner, but he's really physical and really aggressive as a you know a tackler. So I like him a lot. He's been I've had my eye on him, and he'll go at pick one one sixteen. Very nice. Um, so I also have Anthony Johnson Jr. on my board at one forty nine. Yeah, at one forty nine. Um, I have Andrew Voorhees, the guard out of USC. Um, he's here still. I think, though, what I'd like to do is we need a safety. We need a safety. We don't want to reach for a safety, but maybe we'll stay in the class of just DB. Um, and unlike your guy out of Purdue, Jalen Jones only played 26% of his snaps in press coverage this past season. <laughs> so he is mainly a zone corner, um, six foot two, 205. So maybe needs to put on a little bit of weight, but his comp is Tremaine Johnson, which I think is a really interesting comp for a guy that might be, get taken, you know, in the later rounds. Um, he played a lot of ball at Texas A&M. So um, I feel like this is who I'm going to go with at 149. Okay, so this is kind of where we hit like the dead zone for the Packers because they've got pick 149 and then they're not on the clock again until 207. So -hmm. this is kind of where like in real draft land, I would see the Packers moving around quite a bit. But for the sake of our mock, that's not going to happen. So that's what makes this pick a little bit harder, too, because a player that I really like is the center out of Michigan, Olu Oluwatomi. Um, but he only has center experience. And I guess it depends like how the Packers feel about Josh Myers. But Olu is one of those guys who's he was on an award-winning offensive line. He's got a ton of experience. He's a really nice depth piece. So he feels like kind of a Packer pick at 149. Um, there's a couple safeties on the board. Keaton Mitchell, the halfback out of East Carolina, is there. I know the Packers brought him in for a top 30 visit. So that's tempting as well because we don't know what's going to happen with the running back room after Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon um, this season. We know A.J. Dillon's contract will be up. Aaron Jones feels like he's kind of on one-year deals, even if that's not necessarily how his deal was structured. But I'm going to just pull the trigger here and take Olu Oluwatomi, the center out of Michigan at 149. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 